Hello and welcome to Wrestle Opinionated. This is our weekly show all about the great shows of AEW. We are your hosts. I am Morg. This is... Human Catastrophe, Matt Strange. And this is... Tired and stressed, Muir. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh why, why are you stressed, Muir? Just repotted a bonsai plant that was way too small it's for its thing. It's dead. You've repotted a bonsai plant, it's dead. No, it's not, mate. <laughs> I, I've turned the roots properly as it's meant to and got all the correct I'm going to come around and touch it. Don't touch <laughs> it! You're not allowed to touch my bonsais, you'll kill them. You nearly killed well, all my orchids, leave them alone! You might not know this, Morg, but any plant I touch, other than onions that grow in my cupboards, apparently, just die. It doesn't matter what they are, I'll follow every method, I'll, I'll water them, I'll use the correct feed... I'll moderate their sunlight. Hi, welcome to my gardening podcast. I'll fucking oh, it's do not everything. Much of a gardening podcast. You just kill every plant that <laughs> and exists. They just die. And welcome to fifty seconds for over fifty. <laughs> How to replant your bonsais? <sighs> put the feed in and monitor my friend for me. Yeah, it's dead. What? <laughs> I got a succulent. A succulent. They're really easy to keep dead. You just leave them. And water them in the autumn. That's all you I know. do. I know. <laughs> you killed it. <laughs> so, welcome to our AEW podcast. Uh, go on, Morg. Take the reins again. So, uh, this may be the first time you've listened to our podcast. It may not be. If it's the first time, you will need to know we have a tier list, which is how we um, do our give our rankings and ratings for uh matches in dynamite and for the shows overall we don't rank the matches in dark and mr strange will now explain our tier list in the medium of uh politically uh, political and military treaties of history <laughs> okay. i should have plants i've killed um, okay. killed would have been a bad <laughs> i wasn't prepared for the conversation <laughs> Um, so tier list system is quite common. You might have seen it on Facebook. You might know it from Japanese computer games like Resident Evil and such like. Comes from the Japanese school system, which is kind of similar to the British school system, and I assume the American one. Better. Might be better. <laughs> well, the Japanese school chair system <laughs> with incredibly high suicide rates. Uh, I mean, on. the whole of Japan has that. Yeah, well, fair. Um, so we work up in alphabetical order. We start with D. D is a bad match. It's something I've not enjoyed. The timing is off. Maybe the wrestling isn't good. Maybe you just don't care about the story. Like any treaties written or followed by a Second World War military leader. <laughs> well, yes. Boom. <laughs> Uh, C. A C match is a good match. It's what I expect to be the average match, but it's a good match. Uh, the wrestling's good. The story's good. You've got enough of everything to keep you entertained, but your mind's not blown. Like The Art of War by Machiavelli. It's a good book, but it's not his best book. And it doesn't have the uh, clarity of work of a B-rank book, such as The Art of War by Sun Tzu. This book... Maybe like that a... if you're a middle manager, mate. <laughs> You do. It's actually you on your desk. <laughs> You're ruining my transition. I went from one art of war to the other with B. Let me have this. Okay. Uh, B match, like a B book, takes one of the things, maybe everything is in it's good. Maybe it's got good military tactics written with character and prose, for example, like The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Maybe the wrestling is just phenomenal. It's specialised in one area, say war. 
the wrestling or the story could be above average. Everything should be good. I should be have my eyes on. I should really care. An A match. An A match is a rare occurrence. Uh, well, so it seems. It shouldn't be, but it is. Um, an A match is uh, something where the story is there. The wrestling is there. They're both at least good to great. We're having a good time. We care why the wrestlers are in the ring. And we care about the action that's going on. It has this, that little bit which takes it above to be the best thing in the show. Something that stands out. Like the Book of the Samurai, the translated scrolls of Natori Ryu, which is basically the Japanese art of war. It's got politics. It's got fighting. It's got murder. It's great. And that's what I want from my A-ranked match. It's a really good book and no one's heard of it because it was only translated a few years ago. Let me do my history weaving. <laughs> And, of course, an S-rank match are the ones which we only see very rarely. They're the things that stand out. Um, as the Raptor says, it's scenes of Pentagon versus the Black Lotus Triad playing it through my head daily. Uh, the story has built us up to this moment. You can't have an S-rank match without a great story. You need to care. There's background. There's emotion in the ring. We get, And the match is fucking great. We loved everything that's on it. We didn't look away. And, of course, the best political military treaties book in history is The Prince because it is controversial, it has history, it has character. It's still useful. Really, it's still useful. Never hire bad mercenaries. Sorry, never hire good mercenaries. No. You want something for your S-rank match that really fucking sticks with you in action and story, and that's what an S-rank match is. Here you go, Morg. Excellent. <laughs> Military and political. I read a lot of fucking weird books. <laughs> oh, you do. I enjoy, I enjoy seeing political manipulation and military warfare, which is why we've had tanks and ancient generals before, I believe. But but next week we're having plants that strange has killed. Plants that I have killed. That's right. Plants. Strength onion, the only thing that survived. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, moving on, now it is time for our new segment and our weekly news in AEW. Uh, Mr. Strange, do you want to kick this one off with our first piece of news? Because I think you're quite excited about this. Eddie Kingston is signed! Uh, if you listened last week, you heard me froth about Eddie Kingston and how I've met him, and he's great. And we've seen his promo game, we've seen his brawling. Uh, I'm really happy. Uh Jam to reform LAX would probably be the best thing that they can do. Ah, once the inner circle breaks yeah. uh, up, give him Diamante, mm. give him a Santana and Ortiz. I am yeah. very yeah. excited yeah. for this. Uh, shall I roll right into the next news, or does somebody else want to take it? Ah, uh, you go on. Okay. Uh, controversial by the look of it. I'm, it's not 100% confirmed. Maybe one of you boys can tell me if it's right, but it does look like the entire women's tag tournament is going to be on YouTube. That's brave. That is brave. Um, now, there's two ways they can do this. They can big like free pay per view it and make people care and fucking you know. Yes, make that's it what thing. you'd hope for. But you want at least your finals on Dynamite, surely, or at a pay per view. Um, we do know from Jericho's showing up on a podcast last night that for this women's tag tournament, I would assume, yep. uh, AEW has signed Tyanara Conti? Okay. Oh. Yeah, she's she's good. Uh, so she's uh, she? Ju she is a 
judo black belt so she's got that kind of ronda rousey background remember how i said how ronda got it and why i think one of the things that helped was the judo background because okay yeah the, the similarities between the falling etc that you see in pro wrestling and judo being quite tight um she's very pretty as well i have to well, i have to helps. be honest yeah, yeah. I, I do have to be honest um uh but she's yeah, she's quite good. I really liked her on NXT. Um, I don't think they ever gave her the potential that she could. She's not brilliant in the ring, but if you can stick her with the right people, I think she's don't got the chance to be, to be in the really ring. good. She's good in the ring, and she's got a lot of she's got you know good bit of charisma. I, I was a bit of a fan of hers when she was in NXT. I was going to say I'm more excited by this name and the pictures I've seen uh, than I was by. The other lass who was reintroduced yeah, in we'll Dynamite. We'll more on that later. More on that later. And our next piece of news is um, quite a controversial one. So this week, uh, you may have noticed uh, that Excalibur was not on Dynamite. This is due to an old promo uh, with racist connotations in the promo resurfacing. Um, do you want to discuss this, Mister? I mean, the, the Raptor went off and did the uh, research on this, and it's um, this is a little bit internet witch hunty. I'm sorry uh, to say, I'm happy to throw out what I know. From what I know, um, Kevin Steen slash Kevin Owens was also involved in this storyline, and it was a consensual storyline where they were being racist at the request of the African American wrestler. Yeah. Um, for a heel move. Uh, if you kick off of this, it's a little bit like kicking off at Django Unchained, if you ask me. Just because you think wrestling is small time doesn't mean it shouldn't have the same media standards applied to it. And also, I was on literally on 4chan when this started, looking for you know news, rumours, etc. And I saw the post of somebody going, ha, I'm going to post this. Let's get, you know, let's get Excalibur off. The I literally saw them doing the brigading. <laughs> I saw it being set up. Yeah. Um, um, so this guy liked people to use the N word against him to get cheap heat against him. Neither Kevin Owens or Excalibur were particularly comfortable with this. Kevin Owens definitely wasn't uncomfortable with this. Mm -hmm. I specifically know that he, he he was mentioned in the article that we read about it um, as being very uncomfortable with it. And they both apologized straight after and wished they hadn't done the promo. And yeah. resurfacing it now, without all that backstory, is a little bit... It's, you know, it was 14 years ago, and they've been very apologetic about it, you know, multiple times in the past about it. It's like... If you're uh, an actor, and you're on a show, and your boss says, say this, and you're an actor... 100%, you know. yeah. You know, if you're on Django Unchained, like you said before, you're saying certain words that you may not be comfortable with outside of that context, you know? In wrestling, if the other wrestler says do this and he is a, you know, yeah, a bigger name, more noticeable, whatever, anything, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, he's the one, uh, you know, sometimes you, you do. And, uh, yeah, I think resurfacing this and trying to throw it in, especially when we've had some actual real issues. Yeah. We've in had wrestling real shit. <laughs> yeah, an old promo that was a bit ropey. And has been apologised for before. 
it seems a bit just mock raking for no reason to me. Yeah, but, it's let's you know. it's it's let's keep the fires of of all the bad in pro wrestling going and let's not look at the good. Yeah. So um, let's move on to something a bit more positive. Yeah. Mr. Strange, do you have a social media for us this week? Uh, I actually have two. Uh, I only mentioned one to you boys when we were chopsing about this, Fancy but I've got the base. I know. Um, first. First of all, from the proper AEW side, to get people over that you may or may not know, I would recommend Ruckus, R-U-K-U-S, okay. or at Mikey Ruckus on Twitter. He is the uh, music, desi- what's the sound designer? The music man. He writes sound the producer? Thing sound Yes. Uh, I probably should have written down the technical name for his job. He's the guy who makes the, all the intro tracks, so he's okay, done everything. Yeah. He's done everything from the best friends through to fucking Ricky Starks's amazing tune to I'm the more. Of it. <laughs> he did War Horses one for him just for uh, the show coming. He does random remixes. He remixed the best friends theme tune with Intergalactic by the Beastie Boys. That brought me some joy. That's amazing. Uh, so yeah, he's well worth following. He posts quite a okay. lot. He does a lot of random remix, uh, remixes. Uh, the second bit of social media I'm going to talk about is not to do with AEW, but it's to do with indie darlings and bullshit we love. Uh, on Twitter and the pay-per-view, uh, talk, talking shop mania. It's hashtag... May, I need to see this. I... Shop a mania. It's, <laughs> it's a pay-per-view done by Gallows and Anderson, the good brothers, in the style of Chad Too Bad, and, and it's, what is it, uh, tech, Sex Too Mex or something now? Sex Too Mex, yeah. Sex Too Mex. And from what I can tell, they all just got together in their mate's garden. And just had a piss up, basically. <laughs> and had... filmed it for 90 minutes. Yeah. And it, it, it's brilliant. Uh, I only mentioned this because I went on to, uh, today to check shit, obviously. I put in this hashtag course, yeah. talking shop mania. And it was just a picture of a man running with the comment of, he's been Irish whipped outside the ring and there's nothing for it to stop him. Stop so him. he ran into the lake. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, like, I, I love so, making wrestling to 100% like that. South poor meta bullshit wrestling. All of the re- fucking Randy Orton put up a tweet with the hashtag obviously shitting on it, but obviously because it's his mate and he was watching Jericho. Every wrestler from every promotion, indie. The dubs, everybody. I just need to pause you there. It. Randy Orton taking the piss out of someone on Twitter. That's new. <laughs> Randy is unbelievably based, though. Yes, he is. He's beautiful. Ra- Randy, is um, his Twitter game is strong. Second, yes. possibly only to Becky Lynch. Whoa, Chuck Taylor. <laughs> oh, Chuck's, uh, Becky's Twitter game is Excuse strong. Excuse me. Warhorse got a match on TV through his Twitter game. Yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, all down here, boys. He his way onto TV. Yes, he Best did. Right, that's our social media. <laughs> so, moving on oh, from social Moving on from social media, we move on to our review of the week. And as always, we start with BTE or Being the Elite. What did you think of this week's Being the Elite, guys? Uh, what score did you give it overall? Uh, good, not the best. Um, obviously, I love the best friend bits. I and think I love it was a airport. solid C. And I, it was more of an ups and downs than a solid one. Uh, I'm, sad. I'm sad that 80s Kaz has gone. Oh, had to be cured eventually. I know, but I fucking loved him. <laughs> um, 
the Spanglish is getting a bit old with me now. It seems to basically be they sometimes say things that offend women. And, and then, then the, the women, women give them, them up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but the first three I was really down with, and with Dasha throwing the shoe with the. That cookie. was beautiful where it chased them. But yeah. Uh, now but that's the only sketch now. I, I still don't. Go on. I love the Bob Ross section for 50 seconds, <laughs> sub 50 plus. I thought that was beautiful. Not quite as good as the uh, the gardening. But no, yeah, no, I, I love the gardening one. That made me piss, but it was still good. Uh, uh, the dead ass bits are boring me now. I, I don't get why they're happening. And the way Atoya talks to the camera really bugs me. I really <laughs> just like the uh, private party bits. Yeah, they yeah. do nothing for me. I enjoyed the three idiots are the best part of the Dark Order. Mate. <laughs> Dark Order sketches are the best things. I was laughing through tr through watching John Silver corpsing all of the fucking way through. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> even if... I don't even know if it was as funny as I thought it was through sheer jokes. Just the just John Silver and the fucking helmet on Uno. I was told about the concussion problem just before he was <laughs> smacked. <laughs> the little uh, fucking idiot is beautiful. They're great. Uh, Hangman's becoming a bit clinging for my liking. You should just leave yeah. Edgar alone a bit. Uh, the <laughs> four like bit at the end, four, yeah. um, I think could have been cleaned up and should have been on the show. But we did get an equivalent of it on the show, which means we probably didn't need it on BT. They hang out together and drink beers. Cool. We've seen yeah. it like four or five yeah. times now. Hangman needs uh, a friend. Colt's still dragging on with the whole God, he can't play with Kenny anymore. Mm -hmm. It just feels like yes. a bit of it is just. You know, wheel See, spinning. Yeah. We're on ups and downs. I need to bring Cody back. Cody was fucking gold on BTE. He only turns up regularly, uh, but when he turned up, he was fucking amazing. Especially when Britney the exorcism. <laughs> the Britney bitch is fucking beautiful, but the exorcism is my favorite bit of Cody. Yeah. So, all right. Ups and downs. I think yeah. we're drawn in different ways. Is there anything you like that we didn't walk? I, I, I don't think so. I think you pretty much summed most of that up on BTE. Um, private party bits are starting to leave me a bit cold. I, I didn't really get it. took me ages to work out what it was that Matt was saying. It took about four episodes for me to work yeah. out that what he's saying and that this has this effect same joke over and over again yeah i mean it's there is a repetitive joke thing that works matt yeah. hardy does it very well private yeah. party and the bucks not so much they're better in weird meta jokes like fucking matt feeding scorpio sky chocolate bars after puns and nick doing merch freak we didn't get bored of those well i didn't no. get bored of the chocolate bar one we've not discussed that one much it was towards the start of this yeah but yeah They've swapped it for a gimmick, I think, to try and get my, uh, private party over with their uh, metaness. But this ain't it, dog. <laughs> this ain't it. No, it ain't. You are correct there, boys. So moving on from that, we are on dark. And I have a note here that says two hours, four exclamation marks. Two hours, supersized dark. Why you like this dark? I, 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 watch, I watch the two on I, the same night. I that, will say, oh, that's hard. I didn't hate this dark as much as I expected I to when I saw how dark. long it was. No, I didn't hate it, but whew, like I watched the two hours in the morning and then two hours in the afternoon, and it was just too much wrestling for me. Like I, I like to think I'm a wrestling fan, but four hours of wrestling is a bit much for me, boys. 
Uh, you wait I did till we do a this... WWE pay-per-view as oh. well as doing an AEW week. Oh, <laughs> me. me and Strange still remember WrestleMania. Ah! That WrestleMania was awful. And somewhere, no. the Randy Orton and Edge match is it's still, still going, going on. on. He's Jeez. beating me to it. <laughs> yes, mate. Um, yeah, I watched Dark after I watched Dynamite. So you, you might be able to tell from my notes and things I say. Yeah, that a bit I was, peevy by I the end. Getting You're a bit right. weary. <laughs> Right, we'll do a quick roll into it. Bravalon FTR. The it initiative. Uh, the initiative. A yeah. lol. D&D joke. Yeah, uh, what do you think of the name? I, that's one of the things I've got on my notes. For. I what prefer did you Bravalon. Vote? Yes. It's fine for who yeah. they are. It works. These aren't wrestlers you're selling to the big, like, No, American... you're selling them to the Smarks. Let's be fair. They're just Smark wrestlers. Smarks right. and nerds, our generation. Yeah. People uh, like video games and D&D. Yeah. I mean, say, yeah, we are pretty much the Bravalon target audience. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's fine. It's it's a bit shit, but I get it, and that makes it okay. I'm uh, getting a bit tired, boys. Getting a bit tired of the Aubrey spots. How she needs to have a spot in every match, nearly. Getting a bit tired of it. But it was a solid yeah. match. Uh, yeah, good match. Avalon is great. I was, yeah. I think I say Avalon is great in every match we have. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wrote four with an exclamation mark. It's always the four. Good, good match. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. High tier. Nakazawa and Pete versus uh, Sunny and Janella. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, my first note is this is the most obvious pin since the Young Lions in a tag match in NJP. <laughs> you won't know yes, this mate. more. But when they're doing the start of the tournaments, they tend to have multi-man tags. And it'll be like three named guys. It'll be like, from LIJ, Tetsuya Naito. Uh, all the stars. Uh, all the stars. And the other team will be like, two big named guys and man in training. And man in training is always the one who eats shit and gets pinned. You know, that's yeah. his job. And I saw this match and I was like, oh, there he is. There's Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Pete's got better. The, he uh, is better. Um, my favourite part of sliding. any One. Nakazawa match is Taz's reactions. Taz just fucking corpsing through the whole match because he loves Nakazawa. That just makes I've got it that for in me. My note. I've just, got that as well. Yeah. Uh, the matches are fine, not really my sort of thing. The moves were yeah. okay. I quite like the slide thing, but Taz's love of Michael Nakazawa and how much he, he just gets it over. So, so enthusiastic. But yeah, otherwise fine. Um, on 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 that point, this yep. is something that that came up in my mind. What do you guys think? Is it a problem that we have Taz as this heel manager, but also he's this really good commentator who, although he plays the slightly more heelish of the two commentators, it's uh -huh. only slightly, and he's uh, always getting the guys over. Or do you think it doesn't really I think matter? Getting people over as a heel commentator is one of the best things you can do. Because remember when what's his Jericho. name? No, Jericho always does it. But the guy from Dub C, the fucking terrible one, was heel. What's his name? He had a wrestling match with Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, Michael, uh, Cole. Michael Cole. Remember when he was like pure heel and he just fucking gave everybody go away heat because he was just rude and mean to everybody, going, "Oh, you're shit, you're shit," basically. I think a good heel commentator should be still putting over how good the faces are, you know? 
even though they all oh, he's bad you know oh, i hate him he's but he's still eight. putting them over you know so i think he's actually really good in that role but that's my opinion also we don't hear him do it too much no. on dynamite he's a, he's a bit more restricted on dynamite uh, well when he's actually been on there yeah for, uh, for dark i don't care i just want to hear excalibur and taz having top bands they They're do have the best bands of any any wrestling commentators that are around the fact today. That Excalibur will rip on Taz and Taz can do nothing but laugh. Yeah, and he just bounces all... it back. He don't care. He's like, yeah. oh, it's some nerd shit. Can you fill me in on it? And stuff like that. It's just beautiful, the teamwork. I love it. I think we're cool with it. We'll see if Taz yeah. sticks on Dynamite, basically. Yeah. So I'm more on Taz's promos later when I get angry. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Abaddon versus Moore. Um, I think this is the match which shows us why Abaddon wasn't pushed straight up the card after that phenomenal entry. Oh, she's green. Oh. She's green. Like, like, it wasn't terrible. Uh, no. Fucking back, backdrop slam was good. More. Yes, I, I got to see a lot more of Moore and her character and her actual ring work. Solid. Needs yeah. a better character than woman. Yeah, but she did have a, some more. Like she'd increased by in snark by twenty percent in this match. Yeah. So that sort of yeah. showed up. Uh, but I think this match was fine. Just showed as us why. As long as you protect Abaddon, though. Don't give her long matches. Just keep her in these short squashes. Keep her safe. Don't overexpose her. I think she's a fantastic character to have in your women's division. You just need to keep those matches under five minutes till she's better in the ring. Or Morg, give us the uh, the NXT Noah of Women's Leagues. Uh, um, in- <laughs> I, again, I, I think uh, Muir has nailed it. Um, so I quite enjoyed the match. I really like Abaddon's gimmick. The most important thing is for that women's division is she's got a fucking gimmick. She is yeah. really, she is the most memorable women's gimmick 100%. they've got yes. at the moment. Um, I would say less than five minutes i know we hate squashes i think no. she's the one character we can allow to yeah. have no no because she I'm just than... scares the shit out of her opponents and they just 98 kana just have her come yeah. out for you know yeah. a few minutes and just the most powerful it. wrestler yeah big dime kane i mean you, you've you've even got that situation where you could do it with people like nyla rose yeah. If you turn to bad and face, because we all know that the goth scary character always ends up turning I, face. I also fans love like it. how she isn't trying to be pretty at all. It is fucking horrifying her face. It is just pure made to look like a zombie disgusting creature instead of her trying to be like, oh, I'm a cute goth girl. You know, I think yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, I love monstrous. it. Stang. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hashtag uh, talking and- shop Amelia. Carry on, boys. I, I got. I just there. love. I just love strong gimmicks. I feel like wrestling's the least important part of a wrestler's job. I really do. And she's just got the. She's got it. She just needs to build on her wrestling a bit and be protected, and she'll be dimes. Yeah, All right, we'll have to move on. Otherwise, we're yeah. going to stick on this. Yeah. Bad and good. Train her a bit more. Keep yeah. her scary. Yeah. yeah. A promo. The sound guy should have balanced this better. Is my first note. But we got you. a promo on dark. We did get a promo. <laughs> You are right. You've got to defend it, Strange. At least we got one. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think because I miss Goofy Sean so much. Um... In the desert, a man should not complain from where his water comes from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Solid. Uh, glove promo. He's got yeah. a glove. It means he can win. <laughs> I like the hyenas pretending to be lions line. I thought that was quite yeah, cool. Yeah, but, cool. you know. Yeah, solid. But hyenas can kill lions. Yes, says mate. the hyena fanboy. <laughs> oh, hyenas are fantastic, but 
We're seeing a hyena podcast, so let's go on to the next match. Uh, Dark Order versus Hobbs and Sean. I am Hobbs here for Hobbs and Sean. God, Hobbs is huge. Uh, they I'm here look for great together, don't they? They just look like a classic team of tag team, like muscle-bound men. They look fantastic. Big uh, meat men. Got... Slapping me. Uh, I've got very few notes on this beyond good, I liked it. And I believe I messaged both of you guys to go, we need to give more credit to Stu uh, Grayson. He's phenomenal. Uh, there was a... He's when my Gr- most underrated wrestler in AEW. I'm willing to give you that. Um, there was a point where he did his finisher on Hobbs and uh, and then he sort of jumped up holding his knee and hobbled around because uh, Hobbs was too massive for his finisher. And I oh, was yeah, like, was great. you didn't have to do that, mate. You know, that's... They that's put literally... them over like beautiful. Yeah, mate. They are going to be big team. I am fucking ready for them to be pushed in. Hopefully a different show. They need to be superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. They need to be, they are, one of them's got, I know we've joked and it is a very sad, tragic story. Uh, and we are it in is no a way making, story though, ain't yeah, it? We, we are in no way making light of, of no. the tragedy, but it, it is. And the other one is an ex-military yeah. captain. Yeah. They need to be classic wrestling superheroes. They're your, a modern day version of Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, no, yeah, no they 100% would. here. You, you, could sell, you could sell Hobbs completely as the ultimate warrior. Not like him, but, you know, just those short, quick matches. We don't allow cocaine anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but you are right. No, fantastic. Uh, yeah, good match. Love it. Love the Dark Order, loving yep. it. Uh, then we had Man versus Scorpio Sky. <laughs> I'm sorry, I <laughs> didn't get his name. And he looks like dude from... Corey Hollis. Corey Hollis. Sky's great. I just didn't care. Like I love Sky. I I always compliment him on being fucking smooth in the ring, graceful. My only other note was uh, there was a counter where Corey, Corey, uh, yeah, uh, countered a move into a stun dog millionaire cutter thing, and it was wicked. That but was seen, very good. I've seen Sky crush a person every week for no reason now, and he always does it great. It's always a good match. This was a good. And he always scene right makes now. the other person look great, also. But yeah, I, but I, I don't see the point of it. It's time to give Scorpio some fucking independent push, get him back on the main show, and give him that TNT title. Yeah, he needs to beat some names. TNT or... champion Scorpio Sky. He's got his own intro uh, music now. Mm. Just we'll to be honest, I don't necessarily. I, 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 he doesn't need to win it. I want to see Scorpio Sky versus Cody It'll be a for nice that championship. Match. Uh, no, you're not right. It, it, it's right. just great. On to Kenzie Page versus Penelope Ford. Uh, I have one word on this, which is fine. So I'm going to have to let you boys cover it. It was fine. I, I put Kip's dance. <laughs> I put Kip's dance at the start was fantastic, and you can fight me on that. It was beautiful. Him coming out dancing. Uh, Penelope Ford was not happy with that. You could tell she was pissed yeah. at the end of it. That did not go how she wanted it to. You could see in her face. I don't know what happened. Uh, Excalibur and Taz trying to figure out women's fashion was the best part of the match for me. And that's quite sad. You know, it's just nothing. It was there. It was a nothing yeah. match. Yeah. Um, so, but from one nothing match to another <laughs> Solo versus Wardlow. Uh, KO's unusual, quite interesting. Didn't see that coming. No. Uh, the two F10s didn't go well, did they? No, no, they did not. 
sort of. Yeah. I think it looks hard. I think I, don't I know. fell asleep during this match. You missed nothing, mate. <laughs> if you did, um, F tens just aren't that interesting of a mo- move. And if the person's not good at selling yet, it's just terrible. But stop calling it the F ten. Yeah, it's just Cause, making cause, it. Yeah, because you're just poking Bringing at. Yeah, you're just Brock. poking at Brock Lesnar. Give it and a different name. And he'll just name. come out and kill you. Don't annoy <laughs> Brock. <laughs> Bork will I... eat you. I don't know, mate. Wardlow. Wardlow is also Warrior King-shaped. In fact, as I said, I think he's the most Warrior King-shaped man in AEW. Yeah. My money's still on Brock. My money's still on the UFC champion. I'm sorry there, Strange. Yeah. As much as I love my Wardlow. I don't know. I'll have to, I'd have to see Wardlow's real fighting career. Yeah, true. Um, so, on to three and four versus best friends. I think this might be my favourite match of the week. Um... Uh, the but the John Silver is so strong, he managed to take Trent's bandana off. I want you to consider how powerful that is. What power level is that in anime terms? Jesus, man. I mean, we know he's got to be like a fucking uh, I think we're up to the cell saga with uh, John Silver. The Beaver Boys are just fucking great, loads of cool moves. Uh, they've got My... speed guy and power guy. My main note is, sorry, I was just watching this great yeah. match, and I think this was also a highlight of the week, if not my best match, and I would highly recommend finding this match in the dark and just watch it. It is a bit... Uh, my only, like, because I have to criticise things, is yeah, of obviously course. They, uh, they always focus more on Trent. Chuck doesn't get much time in the ring in their matches. Um, no, no. He's the DPS for the tank. Yeah, no. Trent seems to have a million hit points, but Chucky, like, that fucking Falcon Arrow was gorgeous. It's so And his smooth. awful waffle was brilliant as well. I think it's the best finisher. If we, we discussed this a few weeks back, where we said uh, where you were saying the Judas Effect elbow is good because it looks brutal and can come out of nowhere, and that makes yeah, it a but- good finisher. Yes, 100%. And I like the flair of a finisher. I like a finisher to look like a finisher, not just a man being elbowed in the face. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Cook was stood next to the man and then he was pile-driven. No, it was no, There was beautiful. no pause. He's, it, it, it's a finisher. You can see that this man trained Ricochet. That's all yes, I can say. Can. Um, and OC. So, yeah, yeah, did you yeah. enjoy it as much as us, Morg? Or were you uh, tapping out by this point? No, no, no. It was it was a good match. Uh, best friends. Uh, yeah, it was. I enjoyed it. It kept me interested. I love Chuck Finisher. Now I know that that's what that is. The and yes, waffle, I agree with yeah. you. It really yeah. did. The awful waffle just literally came out of nowhere. It was like, oh, you, you've got me thinking about what's the best finisher in AEW. I will come back to you on that. We can discuss it later. Yeah. Right down. Next week's discussion. Oh, the finisher this weekend. This Ooh. week. Whatever. Um, oh, then we rolled into oh, Lansford. Uh, I have two notes, which is he's carrying a man, which was pretty impressive. <laughs> and Lance does Lance things. That's all of my notes. And I normally quite like Lance matches. My only note was when he attacked the guy, but again in the crowd, he shouted, Why are you still here at him? That was the only <laughs> bit that really made me laugh. But the rest of it, no, it's just a fucking squash match. Who fucking cares? We're using Lance yeah. Archer just to be the squash machine, and I'm bored of it. I remember him having a fantastic G1, and I just yeah. see him doing this every week, and it just bores me to tears. Morg, go on. 
Say how you hate him. <laughs> it, was, it was like, oh, Lance Archer squashes someone. Yeah. Right? Yep. No, I'm, I'm 100% with you, Morgan. Crack on. Yep. Uh, we're all with you on this boat, mate. So, Orange Cassidy versus Serpentico, then. We'll just brush over Lance Archer. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Serpentico's levelling up quickly, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I really, really like... Um, Oh, the fact Orange Cassie has a really complex pin as a finisher. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, I'm, I'm sorry fine. to say this, boys, but I'm just losing interest in OC. I'm just losing interest. I'm <laughs> with you. We need to, we need to see... Um... Wait, no, he's, he's, he fought a lot better and a lot quicker and a lot more actively recently. He has been going in a different direction. I just yeah, don't yeah. think squash matches are for him. No, They're trying to I... refine him into a more serious character but whilst keeping yeah. the the laziness gimmick, and he's done a lot of cool playing with the kicks and shit, but I don't think he should be booked for squash matches. I think less is more. We're like Brit promos. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I would yeah. agree with that, mate. Yeah, match was all right. Uh, I don't hate Serpentico anymore. No, no. I, I think he's leveled up. I don't think he's the worst of the luchadors anymore. So, definitely. Uh, Fuego Del Sol versus Sammy, or Sammy versus his mate, as you figure out if you watch his blog. Yeah, uh, yes. which would make sense because they were really good together. Uh, I was feeling wrestling fatigue by this point. Yeah, so my only notes are they're good together and Fuego is good. That's all I've got. So I, I, I've just got C. That's all I've got written <laughs> next to it. I'm just like, yeah, it was solid. I, I was really starting to lose care at this point. And I'm sorry, but how were you doing at this point, Morg? How was I had my snooze during the Wardlow match? You see, <laughs> I so. <stayed> back up. <laughs> Maybe we should take it in shifts. <laughs> Go on, Morg. You've got to sell this match because I've just got it. Fuego is good. <laughs> uh, it was a, it was quite a good match. Um, Sammy gives and takes. Uh, I liked the other guy on the outside. Uh, the payoff at the end with Sammy flattening both his mates and giving both of his mates <laughs> an over. Uh, um, I watched Sammy's vlog, which had the payoff within it as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's noticeable that most of these guys that have been brought in all seem to be Sammy's mates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got <laughs> noticed this now. Um, well, it's a yeah. good end. It's a good way to get in with these young wrestlers. Yes, and to bring in the ones that he likes and wrestles with. You know? Yeah, uh, it was a good comeback for Sammy. Uh, yeah, basically yeah. that was the important thing. It was a good comeback match for Sammy after he'd had his big moment. I think Dark was the right place to do it as well. Um, even though it's only been a couple of weeks, um, yep. because we watch the because we do watch Sammy's vlog, uh, we did get to make the jokes about when he got hit. Oh, Sammy's going to take the bumps again. <laughs> Sammy and the bumps. I don't want to take the bumps. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it was all right. Uh, what did you think overall of Dark? Uh, well, quickly, private party promo. I don't remember it, and the six man tag. Apparently, I liked. Uh, I think yeah. it was a bit of a. Oh, uh, okay, we're gonna have to stop on the six man tag. With no, me. just I don't even have notes. Really. Who were they up against? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't uh, know, boys. I just had fucking silly string and uh, two hours for this. No, nah, it was mostly improving. There was some yeah, really nice yeah. sequences. There was. It was kind of cool. I think this is a good dark if yeah. you don't watch it all in one run. Even with the matches we don't really care about, like the uh, Ford one and the Lance one. I yeah. think if this had been paced better, it wouldn't have been such a drain by the end. If, the, if I'd watched this in two separate hours, ending with... Been, yeah. 
The first hour ended with Hobbs and Shaw versus Dark Order, and the last one ended with a six-man tag. Uh, oh, it's Santana and Ortiz versus Private Party. Of course it was. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I think if it had been two one-hour chatter chunks, I'd have been really excited by, by all of this and given it a much higher rank. I think we're looking at C if you watch it together and a B if you watch it in chunks. I think it would have done a lot better over two weeks. I think there's yeah, going to yeah, be two weeks of a show. Yeah, but... Like you said, it's solid enough. If you like watch anything watch... with the Dark Order in, watch any match with the Dark Order. If you in like a lot of wrestling and you need wrestling, that's a good place <laughs> to get your wrestling. So moving on, we move on to Dynamite. Uh, Dynamite opens. We have Jr. Taz and Chavoni on commentary, and we open with the inner circle, which is Hager, Guevara, Proud and Powerful, and Jericho versus the best friends and friends, uh, Chuck, Trent. Orange Cassidy, uh, Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus with Marco. Uh, best friends and Jurassic Express win after Matt Hardy blindsides Sammy and Luchasaurus hits a round kick. What do you think of the match? What score did you give it? Right, okay. Uh, I'll go with criticism first, shall we? I think it's uh, the best way. I think, uh, well... Uh, I'll start with my positive note. It opens with uh, Orange Cassidy's got a bunch of different sequences now, which is nice. He's showing he's building, a... yeah, he's growing. As a then the match went into just consecutive wobbly dances so people could do move off them, and the pacing was slow. And my fourth note is, will a wrestling match begin? No, um, no it will not, mate. There were too many then, men in that ring. No, we got a bit, because then Trent and Jericho got together. And Trent and Jericho... Yeah, like, Jericho's wrestled in Japan, and Trent only wrestles in Japan. Even in America, Trent is in Japan. Um, there was just too many people. There was no real, like... Flow. Yeah, there was no momentum to it. Uh, I have complimented Sammy's uh, running knee. I actually think it's the best running knee in AEW, possibly in wrestling. The Matt Hardy bit was good. Is it, though? He sails. He sails. He does. Very good. Um, the Matt Hardy bit was good. It, it, it was. It, it had a lot of good moments, but it was just clumsy and lacked momentum. And the start... I think what the sums it, it up is... Uh... Poor Luchasaurus, his mask falling off, sums it up for me. It just felt a bit off. I've never poor seen his mask. You know, poor Dean. But yeah, I've never seen his mask fall off and it just sort of summed up this match. It was just a bit awkward. Like, it was still a C match because it had some great spots, but it just didn't flow. It's yeah. A low C slash D. It was too many high spots, yeah. too many people. I'm dreading the six-man one next week. You week. know, yeah. Uh, go on, Morg. Give I gave it a C. I gave it a C. Yep. Um, it was it was all right. Um, I like the setup. I like the continuation of the Matt and Sammy storyline. Um, yeah, yeah, that's cool. There were some nice moves, but I, I just watched it. I didn't look at my phone. And yep. at the yeah. end of it, you know, me and the Raptor weren't quite as excited. So following on from that, we had a Mox promo. Uh, quick and concise. Uh, did you give it a score? It wasn't that badass um, and bully him, Ricky, because he said, try and bully me. And I was like, go on, Ricky, bully Me and the Raptor really liked this promo. We thought this okay. was a really good Mox promo. Uh, it, again, little things. Uh, really liked the bullying my compadre. That's a very Mox thing. But also it's that that continuation it's something that we'd spotted way 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 back at the beginning yeah. we'd said those two should be watching each other's backs because they're the two loners 
Yeah, I got you. I think um, I might just don't be have any friends. Mental. Um, and yeah. don't have any friends. Uh, it was a solid mock promo. I really liked the don't bully me line. I thought that was cool. That's yeah. a nice baby face, badass baby face, which is something for all of our baby faces that we have in um, AEW. Mox is really our only badass baby face. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They, they they can't be bullied because they can't lose matches. So how More do you bully like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm starting to suffer mocks and face fatigue. So I yeah. think I might have judged it harshly because of that. But that's fine. You know. Yeah. No, no, it was uh, solid. I'm the hardcore man. I have, I have to review hardcore. Morg knows more about uh, women's leagues due to NXT and stuff. You know weird fucking indie facts and shit. Yeah. yeah. So I've, I, I will be, yeah, having uh, somebody who appreciates the face and somebody who's judgmental of them gives us a balance. Yeah. Stone Cold Dean Ambrose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more on that later. Uh, so then we had Warhorse versus Cody with Arn Anderson for the TNT Championship. Cody wins with the figure four. Um, I'll leave what happened after that to after. We'll go for yes, just the match. What do you think of the match and what score did you give it? I really enjoyed this 80s wrestling match that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was good. Uh, I like the fact Warhorse got Pyros in his old uh, intro. I was obviously hoping it would be really good. We got a nice, solid technical start. Uh, yeah. Criticisms of Warhorse. He need, his rope running's a bit slow. He seemed to like move at a weird pace, and he, he needs to land heavier. Um, yeah. Just to okay. make a bit... Uh, obviously, it broke down and it got slower during the break, but it picked up nicely with the Warhorse comeback. His strikes need a bit of work, but otherwise, I was satisfied. I gave it a C. I think this was a solid... Wrestling match between an indie guy and Cody. I was happy. Just, you know, not perfect. He's an indie man, you know. You see, He's not been I... Oh, what do you give it? I gave it a solid B because I oh. really enjoyed it because I thought it was some really good wrestling. I liked Warhorse's selling. He's really good at selling. Mm. He remembers that he's injured and keeps it up. And he had a beautiful macho man elbow. <laughs> So, Morg, you're going to have to be the decider. I'm yeah. afraid I come down on the side of Mr. Muir. I thought this was a B. I really enjoyed this match. It nearly got an A because of Warhorse's gimmick. And being an old... The gimmick is great. It's era. nice to actually see a gimmick in wrestling. It's a gimmick. But, you know, yeah, okay, old... he bashes his head a bit too much. He headbangs a little too much for my liking. But at least he's doing something. He's not just, I am indie wrestler. Look at me move. Yeah, um, it, but I, yeah, I to be I, this was a solid wrestling match. I, I think you got a better analogy than I'd got when you said it was a, a good eighties match, and it's got Cody in it. Strange, how could you possibly give it a C? You monster! <laughs> <laughs> I'm the critical one. He needs to be heavier. He is the he B ring general. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to assert more mass. <laughs> Um, I mean, yes, technically, I've, I'm not going to explain what I learned in wrestling. Carry on, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I gave it a B. I thought it was a solid B match. I think it was a really good wrestling match. Really good fun. I was very won over by Warhorse, who I didn't go and do any research about beforehand on purpose when I found out that he was actually so going to be in it. Watch him versus John Silver. Uh, I think it's a G PWG or GWC uh, championship match. Him versus John Silver, really cool. And, you know, the, you, you get to see John Silver show off his strength and Warhorse show off all of his game. It, it was a solid, good match. I liked it. It's on YouTube. So following on from that, the Dark Order run in and attack Cody. 
Um, thing I liked, which I want to state, was I liked the fact that Warhorse, obviously a baby face, uh, pushed Cody out the way. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah no, that was really great. Really I really liked, liked this, and I thought it was setting up really well until what happens next happens. Oh, okay. And then Max Cardona, formerly Zack Ryder from WWE, comes in and makes the save. So yeah. you've got issues with this, Mr. Muir. It's not issues. It's like... I'm guessing it's because they don't want to build Warhorse because Warhorse isn't signed, but Matt Cardona's obviously signed. But it felt like maybe Warhorse should have had a bit more of a fight in him, you know, to defend Cody and help out sort of thing before he just disappears from this. I just felt it was a bit weird storytelling-wise. And it's just Matt Cardona who's looking fucking ripped at the moment. Oh, mate, the size of him he is one of my He looks great, you know? Uh, my criticism goes the other way. Okay. Uh, well, a different, a different part yeah, yeah, yeah. of the situation. Uh, have we had any interaction between the Dark Order and Cody with threatening him and stuff? No. So they literally came out just to get True. chumped to Zack Ryder. Yeah. Um, Matt Cardona. It was like suddenly, ah, the minions are here to beat up Cody. That thing they haven't shown any interest, interest in. in doing. Yeah. No, no, you've got a good point there, mate. Um, that didn't bother me because it's Dark Order. And we're pushing them as being the strong cult we are going to take over. They are the old world order, um, the new world order. They're, they are, yeah. but they're done a little bit differently. Um, they're done because we've seen the BTE segments with a little bit of tongue in cheek. Yeah. Um, they're trying, I think they're trying to do is make them a threatening presence, but. When they tried to make them a threatening presence last time, it fell on its ass. So I think they're trying to make them a threatening presence with a slight, with to that knowledge yeah. that we're actually a bunch of geeks as well. Two of us used to name ourselves after a computer I game. Mean, did they even win. promo when they came out? And no, they just they, got they, jobs, mate. They could have said something. Broads isn't bad on the old mic. No, you know they just sort of ran out like Pokemon putties, uh, so Zack Ryder <laughs> could scare them off. Pokemon putties, fucking a Power Ranger putties. Yeah, yeah. Putties. <laughs> Good old Pokemon putties, those well known things. Uh, hey, yeah. kids. <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. Um, Hello, yeah, no, I think it. I'm glad that Matt Cardona's here, but uh, more on that later. There are more Dubsy people, Morgan, uh, you and uh, the Raptor. How, how, how was your Dubsy heart? Did you pop when. Well, uh, Raptor just went. Who's that? And I had to explain because, of course, Zack Ryder was a nobody on WWE. He got himself over on the internet. On the internet, he had the audacity to get himself over. So people were chanting his name when The Rock came out, uh, and he had the audacity to get himself over. And of course, if you have the audacity to get yourself over, you know exactly what that means to Vince McMahon. Yeah, you're the enemy. Yeah, Time you be destroyed. You, yeah, you, you get your girlfriend snogs john cena and then you get chucked off the rack <laughs> by k uh, and then your girlfriend cucks you by kicking you in the dick at wrestlemania i mean that's it's exactly what you do to your guy who's got himself over and he's shifting more merch than anyone else and he's having entire crowds chanting we want rider genius um <laughs> he's got the big brain cody has said that one of the reasons, yes, he's big mates with Matt Cardona, but the reason that he was the one guy that he wanted is if you can get yourself over like that once, you can yes. get yourself over no, like I that again. No, I 100% agree with bringing him in. I 100% agree with bringing him in, but it just felt a bit tacked on. Like I felt that story part was for 
would have been either for Warhorse or not happening at all, like strange I, things. I, I think he might have been better off having Warhorse turn heel on Cody. I, I mm. mean, whether that would have hurt him on the indies or if they're thinking <laughs> of signing him and they want to keep him as a face because he is quite pretty and I think he probably makes a good face. If they've got their know. eyes on him, maybe that's a problem, but... It just felt a little rushed to me. Yeah, I, I might even have had Lance Archer come out. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that would have made more sense. That would have Lance been good. Is always beating random people up. Yeah, yeah. He could have just and then you can have a feud with Matt Cardona. Done. Yeah. yeah. No, fair cop. Well made. Good thinking, Batman. You know, in the cinematic universe. Yeah. That might have been better. Mm. Yeah. No. Uh, so right. So yeah. Mixed. Mixed. Uh, moving on. Happy, to but mixed. By the look of it. In a circle ringside promo. What do you think, promo? Did you give it a score? Jericho, ain't it? Right, yeah. obviously. Uh, ruined by one thing. What? Uh, when it was over, you could hear JR on the mic go, who wrote that? And I was like, oh, JR. <laughs> JR's getting very good. cynical. <laughs> he is getting very cynical. I like the demon orange juice, but it's somehow getting worse. I thought that, <laughs> that made me laugh, but it is very cheesy. A bit like Jericho. I'll never not pop for Jericho doing Jericho things. Um, after that was the contract signing for FTR um, little boardroom skit what did you think of it Uh, Uh, in honesty putting aside my lack of interest in 4 because it's been uh, overly done Arn coming out obviously solidifies it the hangman friends bit was solid I'm not quite sure what the point of the tag team appreciation night is I assume it's just so they can re- wheel out a bunch of people from the old days and go look tag teams we are great the elderly. enjoy doing that every now and then yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. So it wasn't uh, like it's the setup for Arn and Tully to get back together yeah ah uh, there we bra- are it'll be uh. the brain busters will be part of the appreciation night yeah, hundred uh, percent. I liked uh, <laughs> I liked Handman coming in with the cheap whiskey. That made me pop. <laughs> but other than uh, that, yeah, so I'll, I'll see right. what happens. It, I'm, I am so, neutral on the team. Yeah. Following on from that, we had the Dark Order, Uno and Grayson, the original Dark Order, OG Dark Order oh. versus Hangman and Omega for the tag team championship. Uh, Colt and Brody join the commentary team, sort of. Colt joins the commentary team. Yeah. Uh, Kenny and Hangman win with... I can't remember whether it's called The Last Call or The Last Shot. The Last Call. Thank you. Um, uh, Kenny and Hangman win with The Last the last Call, not the uh, Buckshot V-Trigger combo, as I have it written down. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, we'll move on to what happens after afterwards. Yeah. What do you think of the match? What score did you give it? Uh, it, it, it was. I had a great time. Yeah. Grayson is a great seller and he's fucking phenomenal. I said this earlier. Uh, there was just a showcase of Hangman's solo power. That they were obviously going, look how good he'll be on his own. Um, Dark Order's fucking Tenny, Kenny tossing move was great. And they're fucking 450 with the cannonball the under it. To fall. Really picked up for the end. Uh, one criticism, uh, Tony Shavardi kind of put me off a bit to the start of the match when he kept like trying to go, look, Anna Jay is here. Ah, oh, Anna he said it like four times. Yeah. I was like, what got was it, Tony. That? Don't Jay. like her mask. We've got to come back to that. Don't oh, like we, her. Right, okay. we can discuss we'll Kent later on. <laughs> um, Otherwise, 
I had a great time and I gave it a B. I thought it was a really good My movie. missus was watching with me and her main thing was she popped for Evil Uno. She loved him. So over <laughs> with the casual is Evil I, Uno. Your, um, your other half is not a wrestling fan, is she? Not at all, but That's, she loved she yeah. loved Evil Uno. She thought he was great. That's always that's that's how you hook them. You get yeah. get get yeah. one wrestler, and that's how you hook them. <laughs> yeah, that's how I got the rap to it. Was Finn Balor and then the Shield, and she was. Uh, I mean, gone. Finn. I mean, no dimes. Delvin is fantastic. So yeah. you know, <laughs> big um, dimes AJ. Yeah, um, <laughs> I gave it a B. What did you say? Strange was yours a B? B. E. Yep. It's a solid B, boys. It was great. Yeah. Yes. Uh, following on from that, the Dark Order surround the ring. Young Bucks and FDR for the oh, save. God. This is too many men, boys. But Ten's back. His arm's only in one of those power fists instead of being slung <laughs> up. So Ten's getting better. So that's nice to see. My first two notes are he's got the papers and the gimps are back. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy to see the creepers back. I'm so happy to see the speaking perverts. The second time in the show, the Dark Order come out for no purpose other than to get okay. chumped on. Well, the, um, the faces need to be more overstretched. They haven't won enough. Um, yeah, we're showing the connection and the breaks. Uh, and had no definitive end. was just a bit of a clusterfuck. They came out, then some beer was dumped over him and Brody was laughing. He looks really good in a waistcoat. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think it was necessarily needed to be done like that. I think we've had enough FTR and Hangman run-ins, run-outs. We could have probably just let these boys have a match. I felt like these guys are getting a bit too much time on the show. As much as I do like Hangman, I feel like they don't need four different skits and a match on a show. It's, it's a, a bit, bit TNA. Yeah. They, they are pushing their four. Uh, too much hard. so anna jay's mask right <laughs> why has she got a sparkly nice almost sexy domino mask it doesn't it's the right colors but it just why has it got sequins Org. this is the dark order or most of the dark order are balding bearded ugly men Anna Jay is a beautiful lady. <laughs> Don't cover up her face. <laughs> but give us some cool. sequins. <laughs> I don't know, but for me, <laughs> they're the Dark Order. We're back to that thing you were talking earlier about Abaddon, and let's have Abaddon look like really evil. Yeah, uh, let's have a cute goth girl. Well, yeah, I'm all for cute goth girls. Being we know more. We know. <laughs> But no, I, I don't think she needed the weird little like half mask. I think either give her the full on, you know, gimp mask or just don't have a mask because the Beaver Boys aren't masked until they're in a match. So, you know, why not? And, and, and Stu Grayson doesn't have to wear a mask at all. No, yeah. he's just I, this ugly did, I, I <laughs> did like I did like the fact that they had Anna Jay out there, though. That, yeah, that yeah. She's no, now gone. She is she is the Dark Order's um Women's division member. She is super oh, green. She's had like 10 matches or something, if I was reading correctly. Well, I think that's why they had her kidnapped yeah. and took her off for 100%. a bit. Oh, she definitely, yeah. But She's got to be ready for the tag league. If, she, if she only had 10 matches, considering how much we liked her when she started. Yeah. But it's yeah. something yeah. ruthless. She's got some serious amount to protect. That girl's got natural talent. 100%, mate. But you're like, you got to protect them. Like they've got a lot of promise in the women's league now, but they need protecting and growing for two years. 
yeah, th they could do with someone like having um, Kong back training Some a lot guard. of these girls. Yeah. Kong back in the back training these girls. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so um, moving on from that, we had the Brick Baker promo. I don't even remember if it was good. I still it was think we need just, a break from it. We need a week off. Why did that entry music play? It only did a speaky bit. <laughs> I, that confused the fuck out of me because I was like, oh, I know this music. Who's making Oh, wait a minute. This is Britt Baker's music. Yeah. Why did her music it, pop at the end of her promo? What was the point? It was, it was solid. A fast, it was followed um, by a fast After superior that, we had promo. a Diamante video. Yep. Yes. The I've Diamante it, video solid, promo. Uh, brilliant. Perfect. Talent. Yeah, I gave it a B. Character. I actually, I ranked this and gave it a, I B. Gave it a B. I thought it was good. I also did. I didn't um, rate it, but I think it was fucking solid and it gave over her character perfectly. We learned everything have, we need to know. I have a highlight and one criticism. Uh, when, criticism? She was, when she was like, uh, I'll do whatever I need to get that win and you know, being badass. Uh, the clip they showed was her doing an inside cradle. Now, when I think of somebody who's fighting in a badass way, what I don't think of is a cheeky roll-up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was all made up for with uh, the pressure makes diamonds. That was yep. a wicked line in Spanish Great at line. the end. Yeah, fucking sick. I'm here for Diamante. Yeah, but yeah, so, inside yeah. cradle is not the <laughs> not a badass move. So, so now for the next part of our ten minutes for the women's division of the week. Get them faster. Uh, the match: uh, Diamante versus Hikaru Shida. Shida wins with the running knee. What do you think of the match? What score did you give it? Um, wasn't as smooth as it could be. No. Yeah, they were still a bit off of the pace, but it was still good. Most of the things they did were solid. It's just you could tell they weren't that familiar no. with each other. Uh, the roll through code red thing didn't go well because I'm pretty mm. sure um, Diamante does a uh, Canadian destroyer. She does and, do a code red as a finisher. And I, th I think that went wrong. Uh, there was no Excalibur to shout. She's <laughs> done the deed, which which ruined it. It wasn't bad. It was like an OKC in my mind. Like, it wasn't... It was very fast. That was my main yeah. note. On. I gave it a C. I okay, gave it a good. C. I thought it, was, I thought it was just good. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm still in... I, I, I still like both of them. Um, yeah. It's enough to make me want them. So I'm... Has Diamante been signed? She must have been signed because she's getting all these so. matches. So it's enough. Of it. And the other thing I like about Diamante, she's got a little bit of a gimmick. No, no, yes. I'm 100% with you, Morg. So it's Diamante, just... Shida, and Abaddon are our three that have a little bit of a gimmick, even though well, Hikaru no. is... A dentist. <laughs> well, Kylan King is massive. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a gimmick. It is in my eyes. It's not very often you see a six-foot woman in the ring smashing no. people. And, and no. Nyla's a monster. Um, yes, uh, she's taller than Nyla. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Nyla, we then had Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero promo. Uh, they come out and choose their colour for the tag team tournaments, at which point Cameron debuts okay. on AEW as Nyla's partner. This is Cameron, who was the not-so-good half of the Funkadactyls. Oh, the butcher the blade. Hundred yeah. percent, that mate. Who the fuck is that person? I like, think she said she's even had a, this. I think they said she's had a match in AEW. I think they said that she's like, a, well, had a, a match or after. Is um, she in the battle royal by any chance? Maybe she might have been in the battle royal. That's the only thing I can think of. But eh? this did nothing for me. Um, it it don't forget, I cared about the butcher the blade. Yeah. Um, one more. You knew who it was. 
Yeah. You, you have to add hype to this for us. So remember how we did that thing about um, things getting spoiled for you on the internet? Is this spoiled for you on the internet? This and the Zack Ryder debut were both spoiled oh, on Facebook. Oh, mate. Um, I'm glad this one was spoiled because it meant that when we got to this point, one of us knew who the fuck she was. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it had that going for it. Because so. I wouldn't have remembered her. No, that's the thing. Ooh. So yeah, that's. It, I think it's a non-moment in the show. I can't even get mad about it because I it's such a great because it was so uh, so whatever. Following on from that, we had MJF's State of the Industry address. <laughs> what did you think of the promo? What score did you give it? Chef's meme. Chef's hand <laughs> meme. <laughs> MJF's face turn. Um, yeah. <laughs> The posters. I actually snorted that his video had a lion with a crown on it, like a proper little snort laughter myself. So good. So He's good. He's a fucking cheap pop machine. He had some yep. classic heel misogyny. Uh, but then my notes go, he is right, though. <laughs> yeah, yes. he called him Stone Cold. This promo fed my smart soul. Was Mate. a little bit long. Could have yeah. been shorter. Uh, but that was I a think, fake promo. I gave I it think, an <laughs> I think the break made it a bit long for us because we yeah. saw through the whole break. But no, it was it was a face promo, and you were saying exactly <laughs> exactly how I feel about the men's his division. Trump his Trump suit was beautiful. I'm not gonna lie, kissing the fucking plastic baby, and then getting the spray oh. and it, mouthwash, and then spitting the mouthwash into a bowl that a guy was holding is the most Republican thing I can imagine. It's disgusting. It was beautiful. <laughs> Well, I think we loved it, Morg. Yeah. Do you have anything to say? So, MJF, when you're doing your promo where you're sitting there talking about how somebody else might be very similar to another guy and you're doing your, oh, that worked shoot. You know, when you're dropping your pipe bomb promo, try Still being a bit voice. original. <laughs> Maybe I mean, when you're better than everyone else. I know someone who was better than you. And that man was straight edge and he was better than you. But he wasn't oh, doing that bold. promo in exactly the same way as an old DX promo. Uh, when that you're doing that same thing, punks. when you do that scary waggling your fingers thing and all the way through it and you're saying, oh, the land of the Titans. Well, that just made me cringe. And <laughs> on top of that, you're ripping off Shawn Michaels. You're ripping off Triple H. Then you did your brother line. Well, John Cena did that a long time ago in exactly the same way. That was taking the piss out of Hogan. He did the Hogan hand gesture. Yeah, but that's exactly what Cena did in exactly the same way. In a promo with Vince McMahon. When you're doing all that and you're a bad guy bully who doesn't get his comeuppance. So you're also ripping off Stephanie McMahon. The promo was fucking ace. I gave it an A. <laughs> I, mean, I did want to rip on it because but, but all the way heels. through it, I yeah. was watching it going, you're ripping on somebody for ripping someone else off in every single thing in this promo. He does the fucking Ric Flair walk in the ring. My only <laughs> issue with it is this was a babyface promo from our most detestable heel. He's not detestable. He's beautiful. He's no, let's let's, let's be honest. Yeah, he, he is our most our detestable only, heel. He's our only strong heel, but we'll yeah. get on to that later. 
But you all have... he did was copy what people on Twitter and Reddit say. He, yeah. he got all of the criticisms people make. I've seen Stone Cold Dean Ambrose written all over the oh, internet. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, 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 he did a 100% smart promo and whilst being a twat saying all the things you want to hear, he literally did a Trump. <laughs> he's <Yes>. a baddie <laughs> and he said all the things you want to hear. He's fucking genius. We're agreed. Hayes. Yeah, I mean, it was was a great promo. The Raptor liked it. I liked it. As I say, I I only wanted to rip on it because I just thought it was was funny. And and I wanted to set up for that Stephanie McMahon put down. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, this was a phenomenal (laughs) promo. My only issue with it is it was a babyface promo done in such a heelish manner. At the end of it, me and Raptor were both like... That was a very baby face promo. Even if you know, even well, if you, you like Ambrose, the problem is MGF's got a winning streak, so he's got to go face because you know heels don't win. More win. on that later. More <laughs> on that. Don't, don't. I've got to lose my temper in about thirty seconds anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on from the MJF promo, we move on to Darby Allen and Mox versus Cage and Ricky starts. Uh, with Taz, this is a tornado, no DQ, tornado tag match. Derby hits Ricky with the skateboard covered in thumbtacks for the win. What did you think of the match? What score did you give it? Uh, well, I'm going to go. I'm going to begin with the Taz promo. No, yeah. no, I'm going first, Nick. You hold your anger back. <laughs> <laughs> go on, lad. That promo would have been good about if Mox hadn't already beaten Cage. We've had He's going to yeah. kick the shit out of you. No, he isn't. And it went on a bit too long. Loved seeing Starks get some time on the mic. You know, get really to show his uh, and then my next note is, please win heels. <laughs> um, going straight to the slow picture in picture or the break was a bad move in my mind. Um, but then the match was actually good. Cage carrying two men. With that was beautiful. There was a brilliant pace pickup. Uh, Starks and Cage weren't that smooth together with their tag team combo moves, but there's great potential. Like he threw him to one thing and he wasn't quite there. But you can see I it was think that was more Derby than yeah. <laughs> the way Starks uh, reacted to that. <laughs> um, then the pin board looked like it fucking dragged right. down um, Starks' back. It was a solid match. It was it was probably a B of a wrestling match. If I wasn't so angry about the fact that the heels lost, Team Taz, not a threat. Just, just, yeah, oh, cool. So hold it in, hold it in, hold it in. (laughs) The match was a B. I disagree with some of the storytelling. Yeah, the story killed this for me as well. I I just want to see someone. Your fucking goodies can't be any threat. I don't care if the goodies just go around stomping and winning every match. It, it's not fun. So, you know, it was a solid match. And poof, that, that finish was fucking painful looking. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, eh. for me, I agree. Your faces shouldn't be winning till the pay-per-view. If you're going to be that company that's a bit more progressive, doesn't do the shit things WWE used to do, where the heels would just, where you had the opposite problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. where baby faces were just fucking idiots all the time. I don't have a, you know, if that's I, so. The ambush by Derby, I, though, I, I thought agree. that was cool. Yeah, yeah that was wicked. Yeah, th- that's all set up. 
the I, I, I liked that the Raptor hated it at first because she was worried they were just going to do the switch and we were going to have yeah, Mox after wrestling. And then when Darby came off the the ambush, she was like, "Oh, yeah. right, okay, that this isn't cool. going to be shit now. This is cool." Um, I refer you back to when the comment I made about last week. Why the fuck would Taz sign his two guys to a tornado tag no DQ match against Dean fucking Ambrose? That yeah, like makes no fucking of, sense. If and they'd Darby sold Allen, Cage as a hardcore man, then maybe. Yeah. Because uh, we've seen him in some great hardcore no, matches. In you'd LU. have got we've... them in a fucking normal match. You would be doing everything you could because as much as you want to go, oh yeah, but it's a no DQ match. Yes, and that's Mox's fucking wheelhouse because he will get a barbed wire baseball bat and he will kill your two guys. That I is his. Gim- no that's his fucking gimmick. <laughs> you, you don't do that and sit there. But oh yeah, but I've got them in this tornado no DQ match. Well, why the fuck would you put your two guys in that kind of threat environment? Yeah, you've got fucking Mox in the opposite corner. His whole gimmick is he will fucking kill you with a barbed wire baseball I mean, bat. I know how they could win it under that. Um, Taz is meant to be a wrestling suplex machine master. XCCW guy. If you do a no holds bar match, and I saw this on um, a thread somewhere, why does nobody just walk in, grab the other person, and lock in an illegal choke? Yes, could have had Cage with illegal choke. You know, he's been battered, yeah. he's grabs him round the neck and chokes the shitting life out of him. No. Yeah, but yeah, but I'd forgot it was no DQ. Did they? Did they do much no. DQ stuff? Apart from the skateboard, yeah, it does. Good match, bad storytelling decisions. Yeah, um, yeah. Bobby Just gets a title day. shot now because you know the rankings. Why mean not? That's <laughs> a cool story. That that yeah. Well, cool as story. much as as much as I'm looking forward to Mox versus Derby, we've had Mox versus Derby, and uh, why have you why are you doing that tired old thing of the two people that actually watch each other's backs have now got to go now against got each to other? Fight. Yeah, it's, just um, so, it's so boring. It's so just. I, I fucking hate Civil War. I don't hate Civil War actually. I I really enjoyed Civil War, the the, the yeah, Marvel yeah, yeah. movie. But I, I I fucking hate Batman versus Superman. There we go. I hate really hated Batman. Yeah, <laughs> but I hate that bullshit. That whole oh, we've got to have our heroes fight each other. No, we fucking don't. No. They have a common enemy. The heels should have won this, and next week should have been the rematch where the heels cheated to win in a normal match. Then we could have had the payoff. You wouldn't have had to put the belt on the line at the next pay-per-view because we've had a story of these two teams, the two outsiders and the other two, and the faces could then finally overcome them in a nice, clean win. Or you have your no-DQ match where all of a sudden the heels are in that situation. Fucking hell, we've got Darby Allen, who's a fucking suicidal idiot, and Mox, who will kill you with a fucking barbed wire baseball bat. And the heels are on the back foot. And we could have all enjoyed the story. And then when the heels went over, when the faces went over at the end, we'd have gone, yes, the heels have looked strong all the way through. I'm happy the, the faces have won because I baby do like. Have I do overcome. like a good guy win. I do like it, but they have to struggle. Give my rant before I get to. They've my got rant. to fucking earn it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, overall, overall uh, ranking for Dynamite this week. 
It looks like a bee, like a good bee, if I'm uh, honest. Think, yeah, it is actually. Yeah. No, we've got more bees than we've got uh, C's. And we've Fair enough. A. So uh, we're overall yeah. look, looking at a bee. It was a good one. We all had a good time. We've just got criticism issues. Polishing issues. Yeah. to be done. niggling issues is the main thing I think we find. So very quickly, so, so while Mr. Strange works himself up into that unlikely state of anger that he can get himself into very quickly if you'd like to send us a question if you'd like us to discuss something if you want us to rant about something if you just want to tell us that we're the greatest podcast about wrestling uh, please feel free get in touch we are wrestleopinionated at gmail.com wrestleop on facebook wrestleop1 on twitter uh, we like to have things to rant about don't we mr strange i believe it's time for your rant of the week I do. I am. Um, you may have picked up from uh, this week's episode that uh, a couple of us are pretty angry. Pretty angry that in AEW, apparently, heels can't win. I mean, sure, we've seen a few stomps on uh, from Lance, and we've seen a couple of matches from MJF, but who is the real threat to our faces? Do you remember the chairman, Sean Spears? Do you remember that? No. Looking <laughs> at the start of AEW long, long ago, Sean Spears was a heel, and he came out to do oh, a yeah. head. A, 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 he came out to do a chair shot to uh, Cody, and with a gimmick chair, went wrong. Huge splits, fucking instant heat. Became yeah, yeah, the chairman. Yeah. Remember the chairman? Um, no. And then, then he had his match with with Cody, and and he lost. And 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 now he 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 has some squash matches on dark and has done some. We, we had Jericho. Do you remember Jericho? Great no. heel, great at the top of the card. <laughs> Mox beat him. Now he's doing. And sure, his 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 record's fine, but he's not really fighting like any high tier fucking faces, is he? Lance Brody Cage. We did this. We did this the other. We did this last week. I said, why do big guys come in and lose? We were like, oh, maybe it'll change. What happened to Cage today? Yesterday, last week, the fucking show. He lost just <laughs> eat all the shit. It doesn't mm. matter which match I reference, he's lost. Butcher and the Blade. Um, and the fucking Lucha Bros. Butcher and the Blade came out as new heels. Instantly ate shit, got down. They're getting a bit back of a build now. Yeah, it's the heels. It's the Lucha Bros and the Butcher and the Blade versus FDR and the Books. All of them have lost their matches. All of them. The only people where the only people who matter in the current fucking storyline are Cody, Moxley, Darby, the Bucks, and FTR. And sure, we're going to get the FTR turn. They're going to be like, "Oh no, now we're heels." But what about the heels we've got? Why do we have to introduce some people and go, "Haha, they were heels all along." Look, now they are four horsemen. Four. A hero is, in traditional terms, is measured by the worth of his enemies. A hero is about what he overcomes. And struggle and struggles past to to achieve that lofty that lofty goal. So everyone is just shit because not one villain is getting solid runs. Cody was measured by the worth of Lance Archer. That was the point of Lance Archer in that tournament. Look, Cody's beat Lance Archer, but now Lance is just sort of about doing shit. So what did uh, Cody? We've not seen him smash anybody with a name. You know, uh, currently, Moxley and Darby are being uh, rated by Cage and Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks has two wins on Dark against some people. Oh, I think. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, Lost versus every named goodie. 
Edge yep. had some squash matches and the Casino Ladder Royale, which we thought was pretty cool with him bursting out of the floor. Since then, he has lost to Moxley. Brody fucking Lee. Brody looked like a fucking juggernaut. Just who rivals our heroes? Who is the threat? Because it ain't any of the villains. None of them. Um, maybe we'll get a Kip comeback, but I can't see, uh, you know, Moxley nah, he's dark now. He's, he's a dark boy. Can we just, can we just build? Don't give me a new one. Don't turn FTR. Don't flip anybody. Just fucking, if, I swear to God, if MJF loses to Moxley, and then it causes a split up with Wardlow where Wardlow becomes a face, I am going to scream. I am going to record 10 minutes of myself just screaming about it because I don't not everybody wants to see superhero booking not all of us are into this fucking cape shit here's your hero who beats baddies and looks great and wanders the John off. Cena method yeah some of us are Marvel kids not DC kids some of us like to see our heroes struggle and go through conflict to grow stronger. We like our villains to actually have some fucking thought process or do something a bit cunning. Or just a raw powerhouse. I'll take a fucking run rough shot Kane 98 who just fucking annihilates people. I'll take a Mil Murte's dominance run because then when our scruffy plucky underdog beats him, it fucking means something. Can we please get over your baby face indie friends and just have some fucking and an ex-WWE guys going straight to the top. I was saying they weren't doing TNA booking, but they it's are. fucking starting to look like it now, isn't it? Except yeah. as opposed to, to like 70-year-old men who are going to ruin it by being in the uh, top. It's just mid-carders. Oh, my mate didn't do very well. He wants to be a face. Just crush all of these indie heels. Just fuck them. It doesn't matter. Good guys win. It's bollocks, it and I'm very bollocks. angry, and I think I've burnt myself out there, and I hope you all agree. It's just it's just short-term. It's just madness to me, and it's just the continuous bringing in of new people also doesn't help to it, because it just feels like we're on this fucking treadmill of going through heels, and it's and just the like... Santana and Ortiz wanted to be the tag champs. What, you mean Remember that? LAX, <laughs> one of the best tag teams up there in that top five tag teams that, you know, the top tag, five tag teams in the world that are all in AE fucking W at the minute? Oh, no, they're, they're mid-carders now, boys. They've lost once, so they're gone. Now, once uh, Kenny and Hangman break up, probably within the next month, possibly are all out or whatever, I'm sure a face tag team will replace the other face tag team. Yeah. Um, That'll be private no. party. Oh, God, oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think I could stand them having the belts yet. As much as I think they've got future promise, if they got the belts early. Oh, Am I God. too miserable? Was I raised on too much fucking 2000 AD and Warhammer cynical fucking bullshit oh, from the I 80s? I don't think so, mate. I think I think challenge and I think it sums up our love for like Dark Souls because it's so much more rewarding when you feel the pain and anguish and you go through the hurt to win. It feels so much better. It's like the Rocky films. He struggles so much in that first film just to lose. There's my yeah. Drago. Yeah. Oh, okay, Rocky Four's different, but you know what I mean. Rocky Four's the best. It's no, the it's basis not. of um, it, it's the basis of pro wrestling. 
yeah baby face has to overcome and if they keep overcoming to it and i like a baby face win i i am you're a baby face representative i am i like i like baby faces i i like getting behind heroes mm. i am more like me and the raptor we we are um the raptor really hates heel turns from the the faces she really likes it can really ruin a, a an entire pay-per-view for her because she's got that same mindset as I. Like, we like our heroes. I like superheroes. I like heroic characters. I like good guys. Even at LARP, when I played an evil guy, I played a anti-hero, darker hero character. I I genuinely like good guys. I went through my let's play evil phase when I was like thirteen, and. <laughs> Now I like the sort of the hero type characters, but if they don't fucking overcome anything, the only thing they're overcoming is the other fucking baby faces, and it's Batman versus fucking Superman again. Everybody's favorite film. They're not heroes, though, mate. You have to have some sort of threat to be a hero. You know. I mean, I know they've been saying have more complex characters and less one-dimensional characters, which is fine. I approve of more complex characters. Mate. Yeah, but they, they've still quite obviously got good guys and bad guys, and the bad guys are losing. Uh, but they don't have that many really complex characters. Uh, MJF no. may now be as much as I just criticized, joke, comic, jokingly criticized that promo. Uh, MJF might be our most complex character uh, now. If they go on with this, where he's the smarky. He's the heel, but who's doing get all the smarky, almost Top cutting baby face like, promos. Yeah. He will become the most interesting character. He will move from being, I'm not going to say the least interesting character, because no. that's not fair to MJF. No. But he was a very one dimensional, I'm actually a scumbag bully. I'm a classic yeah. heel. I am a classic heel. That is my gimmick. I am a scumbag bully. So he's quite one dimensional to being the most complex character. Darby Allen should have been one of the most complex characters. And so should Mox. Mox, because they're not doing a proper Stone Cold with him. A proper Stone Cold means you're a bang on tweener. Yeah. Which means you do really heelish shit to win. To win. Yeah. You just happen to be amazing. You just happen to do it to heels. But you also do it to any other fucker who's in the way. I don't know. It, it's just I think they're struggling with characters and longer term booking. I really do. I like I brought back multiple times. I feel it's the booking that's hurting them more because the characters don't feel like they get time to develop correctly. So feels... I think I think we're what moving... a great segue. We're yeah. moving on now. Well, it's up to Mr. Muir because he did have an idea for something else, and Mr. Muir is the one. So. Uh, Mr. Muir is the one who has taken over our discussion. He comes up with our thing to to, to discuss over the week. Um, do you want to go with best finisher, or do you want to go with your original idea? I don't know. What do you feel? Let's let's bring it out to a vote here. What would you prefer? Finisher is the awful waffle job done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't even get the message we were changing this till this morning. I'm still written down the people I was going to get you to fantasy book. So good work, more. You don't, you don't have the entirety of Too Cool from the Attitude Era. Oh, man, and Too Cool. Too... You don't have Lord Taishi. So. Oh, Lord Taishi. Oh, you treat me so well, Strange. Um, that's all right, Strange, because you were getting 98k. Oh, yeah! You can't waste him. You can't waste him. <laughs> It's like an aged wine. We can't drink it for any occasion, Mark. Um, I, th- 
I think we're rolling into the uh, three-week booking. I discussion. think the three-week yeah. push because everybody loves to joke about WWE three-week pushes. But as much as I love AEW and it is my favorite wrestling show currently, they're starting to feel a lot like Vince, aren't they, boys? They're starting to feel a lot like that three-week push, don't you think? What do you think? Um, Regarding yeah, like... it all, I've got to say, and we've said this before, um, the current situation, the coronavirus, is one of Five the things that, more. that is. I decide, no, but that's the thing. We it's been going on for like six, five, six months now. Yeah. it's the one thing that's it's that, but it's the thing that's hurting them. It's because they're still no they're still booking as if they're in the. I think it's time to just face up to it and go. You ain't got, got no play. crowd. You've just we got, got to no fly crowd. by your to... seat of your pants. You've just got to be brave and book things and see what sticks. AEW right. should book better. Yes. Because they don't have as many fucking pay-per-views as WWE. You can tell I've been getting angry this week. I've been swearing a lot more. <laughs> I was going to say, normally this is my job, and I'm a little bit more subdued. To, I mean, I did have a bit of a mega rant, but, you know, I'm a little <laughs> bit more subdued. You boys, uh, you boys have got the rage. I've infected you. It's just... It's just fucking infuriating, to be honest, because yeah, I see this character, you want me to invest in it, and then he's gone. Gone off to Dark, and I don't give two hoots about who you beat on Dark. Unless you start putting people with names back on Dark to be beaten, I don't care. If you beat a jobber on Dark, what do you do? I could probably go on to Dark and beat a jobber at the rate they're going at, you know? <laughs> just running. Hi, I'm here to get annihilated. <laughs> Um, there's a couple of interesting things. So I was just thinking at this very start of the Rona, um, yeah. we saw like seven consecutive shows of either Dark or Dynamite with the best friends on, and that really helped them get over. And they turned that it into a lot of Yeah, uh, and they didn't really write a story for them. They just kind of went off. You go, boys. They had a fight over who were really best friends. You know. <laughs> But it felt um, natural because it was yeah. building from a silly little joke that built up this whole story arc, which was really clever. And I enjoyed that. It's like they're bringing people in and going, OK, you'll get your push and hopefully some other people will be back next week. And then they've yeah. gone, oh, here's a new guys. You'll get your push. Hopefully some other people will be back. But then nobody else comes back. So as opposed to going, OK, you're new, you're new. Here's your arc. They're going, you're new. Here's your introduction. Oh, settle in the mid card. Off you go. Who's next? Oh, we're here too. Cool. There you go. Nothing, yeah, nothing's getting, unless we're looking at some crazy long-term Gado booking. Uh, Hopefully. I really do hope that is it, but it feels like more modern-day Gado booking than long-term Gado booking. The problem is, I think they're telegraphing too much of it. The, oh, the four, God, the, the four, four stuff drives me mental. That should come out of fucking nowhere. We should not be discussing that. Now, we, should, the three of us, should have been bowled over by that happening in two months' time and gone, fucking hell, they've done a four horsemen. Do you know what? I really should have seen that coming. But I, I, yeah, fantastic. I've taken a couple of hints, like uh, if they'd have asked Arn to advise on their contract or whatever, or just a scene of them drinking with Hangman. Or just, you know, every few episodes, Subtle. just this little thing, something in the background. Fucking wrestling fans are, are fucking film fans and anime fans and nerd fans now. I'm sorry. The, bo the boomer age of wrestling only watches NXT and such. Like, if you're watching AEW, probably a millennial. You're a millennial uh, smart, and you want 
And things should be done like Jaws. Jaws is the perfect example. You don't see the fucking shark for ages. And that's why the shark is good. Any horror film, don't show your fucking monster. And don't show your booking. It's that easy, you know? I don't necessarily agree that it's the millennial smarks, AEW. I think AEW is directed more at us, the older Smart. We are millennials. We are millennials. Well, okay, we're millennials, Morg. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know when you were born. Yeah, no, I'm not a millennial. I'm Gen X. Cool. Oh no! Look at okay, him being cool yeah. and nihilistic. <laughs> yeah, it, it's for the generation of kids who grew up on computer games and films, and that's yeah. why, like, are you, if anything's put out, you'll they'll find little jokes and laugh at things and look at screenshots. Mm-hmm. Wrestling it's- fans spend all their on the internet picking things up you can do subtle shit in panels somebody will find it yeah you know. yeah but it's also i, I always think aw is very much set for my generation and um the generation the attitude era guys not but it's the the group of us that go yes the attitude era was great there was a lot of shit in the attitude era yeah, and i've said this before the katie vick story well, i was in the attitude mate, era so much shit in it but then I always see AEW as the best parts of Dubsy Dubs. That's all it is. It's just the middle, uh, middleweight people, cruiserweight. Sorry, God, brain wouldn't work. You know, yeah, back in the early days. Yeah, little midgets. Yeah, little midgets. Um, but it's I a Kevin know. Nash term for anybody who doesn't know. We're not literally calling them midgets. Yeah, it's just. It just feels like we're on this conveyor belt at the moment where it's like you get stamped in, you're in this factory where you get your stamp on, you go on to dark, you get your interesting reveal on, you know, on dynamite. Then you go on to dark for two weeks, then you lose a match, then you're gone. Next character, come on, got to keep this gravy train running. And it just feels like shit to me. The only storyline that they're actually pushing down our throats is the the Four Horsemen one, and I'm sick of that. Uh... um, So from the little bit of research that I've done, Yep. If, if we want to look at who should be being pushed currently mm-hmm. in AEW, the people who should be being pushed are Orange Cassidy, which they yep. are doing. He is in a feud against probably their top heel. Yep. Yep. Um, and that's based on merch sales. The other two teams that should be being pushed currently are the Young Bucks, unsurprising, and the Butcher yep. and the Blade, because they're the ones that drew a million fucking views. They've got over so well. Since they're sort of like reinvention as Miami Butcher and Blade, people fucking love love it. Especially with the Lucha Bros. They're just such a great... Oh, that team. It's such a beautiful team of these, like, you know, like tweener sort of, you know... Picture of Butcher holding Phoenix with This Is My Son is one of my favourite things I've ever seen. But you know what I mean? They're a dingy uh, Lucha Underground team. They're a dingy yeah. bad guy, Lucha Underground team, and I fucking love it, you know, but they're gone now. Yeah, yeah we've got to have the FTR Young Bucks inevitable feud. Which is just is They should have just been they should have just been kept apart for till till you've got a crowd. Yeah. I, I kind of don't mind the FTR sort of fucking about around the books and not fighting them yet. I think yeah. that's actually quite interesting, them having a dynamic around them and coming out to help well, we them. We can't have another storyline running at the same time, Strange. We don't have to just uh, have one. I'd rather have the books and the FTR sort of... Also, sorry, just going to jump to a fucking side point. What is the entire point in a section of making sure we have a tag rope? I mean... Sorry, jumping back to the FTR promo. I'm just getting angry about FTR. There's too much FTR. There is too much too FTR. Much. They're putting yeah, me off FTR. It's the team that they. It's the team that they wanted. Uh, it's the team that needed to be there. Uh, I said earlier, um, 
in in AEW currently, you have the Young Bucks, the Lucha Brothers, um, FTR, uh, LAX, Private Party, Best Friends. Well, no, 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 no. I, I'm specifically oh. talking about, and I, I'm going to put Hangman and Omega in there, but officially they shouldn't be. In fact, no, they, they don't go in there. So you've got the top four tag teams I can consider probably yeah. the top four tag teams in the world. I love the best friends. A private party have got potential. The yeah. only other one you could possibly put is if they're, when they're working. The other one you could put, there are two other tag teams that can go in that top that you could go into interchange in there. And that's the Usos and the New Day. Those are the only ones I can think of from WWE oh, that are solid. Thing. No, yeah. that are a solid fucking tag team that can have it. Because I didn't like tag team wrestling till I started watching the Usos Dark versus Order. the, the uh, uh, Dark Order. Jack Edward. Evans and Helico. They're great. But I, I get they're great, but I don't put them in that top top tag teams out of the top ten tag you teams. Need to in watch the more indies, But yeah. the, out, of the, out of what I consider to be the top ten yeah. tag teams in the world, five of them are in AEW and only two of them are in WWE. No, I yeah, get you. Yeah. Well, you need to ask Strange about Rapongi 3K, his favourite tag yeah, team. I, yeah, I know, oh, I know of Rapongi 3K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're very good, but I fucking hate their gimmick. If you're, if you're going to go for that, you go for El Phantasmo and Ishimori. Oh. They're so good. But, but yeah, anyway, um, back to booking. <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah. No, but this is the thing. So you're booking around. So you've got all these. So just book everything around the fucking tag teams. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's make... what you built your company on. Just make it the thing. Yeah. The Young Bucks lose matches. I just, I just like to point out as well, the heels go over the Young Bucks sometimes. Okay, Butcher and the Blade not, didn't. That not one. Recently. Neither yeah. did the uh, Lucha Bros recently. Yeah. Uh, Big the loss that I can think of was against Private Party or another face team. Yeah, they're not. Didn't they beat Private Party in their last match? They did, but uh, I'm thinking about tag team tournament where they had the shock loss, so they got out. The that, 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 that was like that was the start. We can't. We can't I know, just... mate. I know. I'm just. I'm back a bit about heels and faces. I'm back. Yeah, no. I... I but yeah. Know. Yeah, well, no, we've got. To, I think the issue is because everybody gets to write their own stories and stuff. I get the feeling every now and then, like, oh, this would be really cool, and then the story that they were coming up with goes off to the side. You so need now, a Kevin Matt, Feige, you know, like Marvel hardly... has Kevin Feige that kept all the stories sort of interlinked and intertwined. You need someone like that controlling it yeah. a bit better. I feel. Um, yeah, like yeah, Matt Hardy was primarily going up against Jericho and stuff, and now he's sponsoring private party and he's gone back to more sort of big money matt rather than damascus matt yeah you just need a bit more consistency and then maybe we'll know where we're going as opposed to just here's your story it's done it sounds like i'm booking it where i'm having adhd hype on to be honest guys <laughs> just how things seem to change instantly and i don't understand it's like you know yeah so stop the three-week pushes yeah yeah, stop three week pushes. So, so even we'll, if it's a bad storyline, give us a storyline. Yeah. We love uh, storylines. Please give them them. So that is another week of uh, the Wrestle Opinionated podcast. I want to say thank you to Anchor.fm for hosting the podcast. We are Wrestle Opinionated on YouTube, Spotify, and on Anchor.fm. Mr. Muir. 
Right, we'd love to hear from you, so if you could please send in any stuff to us to WrestleOpinionated at gmail.com, WrestleOP on Facebook, or WrestleOP1 on Twitter, that would be fantastic. And also, look after yourselves out there. On to you, Strange. Oh, you're lovely. Uh, cheers for listening to our podcast. Um, well, regardless of whatever medium you've listened this to, please click the like, share, subscribe, whatever little buttons the platform comes with to give it a little approval. I think it's a little bar of like how much you liked it on Spotify. Give us max of that. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us because you've ignored my links on Facebook, thank you very much. Do share this with your other wrestling friends. And uh, yeah, have a good time. Back to you, Morg. All that's left to be said, goodbye and good night.